Today, we're diving into why I hired a coach. So as a strength and nutrition coach, why did I hire somebody to do that for me? I think it's a great question question to address both the why behind I did it, but then also how it's actually ended up helping me both in ways that I did expect, because obviously there's a reason that I did desire to hire someone but also in ways that just cropped up over the last handful of months of working with someone where the benefit of having that coach really taught me why I should always have a coach and why it was probably a mistake that I didn't do so sooner, but what I learned to make it so that I know better now moving forward why I should have had a coach this whole damn time. So we're going to talk about all of that right now. So I hired a coach. It was probably about three months ago now, maybe a little bit longer. But I was chatting in in Instagram DMs with Tristan Winters. He runs a coaching program called The Daily Pursuit. And he's someone that I've looked up to for a while. And I reached out to him uh, or just shot him a message because he uh, had posted a story about a a book cover that had his name on it. And I was like, oh my God, you could drop in a book. I was like, that's fantastic. Turns out he wasn't. It was uh, just, a, just a graphic that he made up for fun. And so he told me that and I joked uh, that that was too bad because I wanted to steal all his secrets. So I'd hoped that he was dropping a book. And he said, well, you can because you can just get coached by someone on my team or by me. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I can do that. And I can get an inside look at, at how he runs and how he coaches his business and gets people results. And then he also mentioned that he actually requires himself and all his coaches to have coaches themselves. And it makes sense, right? Like one of the biggest reasons or biggest things that that I put an emphasis on for myself is walking the walk. I don't want to be that person who's like, hey, you need to go do all these healthy behaviors. You need to get your steps. You need to eat clean. You need to have a daily smoothie. You need to sleep well. And I'm over here eating pizzas and burgers, sitting around all day and sleeping for four hours a night. I'm never going to be that person because I want to lead by example. I want to walk that walk. And it really does frustrate me when coaches and trainers don't walk that walk. And so I realized he was 100% right. I needed to hire a coach. I needed to be accountable to somebody. But most of all, if I was going to be the most successful coach, I probably had to be on the receiving end of that as well. And frankly, I probably just could benefit from having a second eye to look at what I was doing because I'm inherently biased towards myself. And so I applied for Tristan's coaching and I ended up with his head coach, Hannah Overton, who has been phenomenal and we hit it off right away. And so again, here we are three months later and I'm really glad, really, really glad that I ended up hiring that coach. And again, it has now taught me that doing so is something that I will always do. I will always have a coach to make sure that I have somebody in my corner. Because when I hired Hannah, I was going through a relatively tough personal time. You know, I'm I'm a solopreneur. So I run this business all by myself, which has its own challenges. 
Um, at the time, I was living in Denver, um, and my father-in-law was very sick, and we were trying to figure out what was going on. It took months to do so. So lots and lots of doctor's appointments, all of which I coordinated. And so coordinating that, trying to still run a business, trying to help take care of my father-in-law while at home, like it all, it all was very, very difficult. But for a long time, it was, it was somewhat manageable. When I hired Hannah, it was manageable. Um, like just generally speaking, it was, it was obviously challenging, but you know, it hadn't, hadn't disrupted my daily routine too crazy much. I was still consistently getting steps. I was still going to the gym four times a week and getting my cardio in afterwards. I was still on top of my nutrition, um, both tracking it, both quality, like nothing had really fallen off yet. You know, I, I felt like I was still on cruise control at that time, even though I did have some challenges. So for me, hiring hiring Hannah at that time was more about going to the next level. You know, I, I had a goal and still do have a goal of building more muscle. I want to add a little bit of lean mass to this frame, get stronger, get more muscular. And so that was my goal. And, and I really, I hired a coach to help me get to that goal more efficiently. Like I said, get a second eye on it, all that good stuff. And then what happened is, is life got turned upside down. We decided to move to Dallas. Well, we decided a while ago, but it finally happened, which we're really, really excited about. And here I am in Dallas right now, and I love it. So it was a very, very good thing. Um, my father-in-law did continue to get sicker, and the demands for his care got a lot more significant. And both of these things happened at basically the same time. And so I went from thinking that I really didn't have any disruptions to the consistent routine and lifestyle that I had in order to prioritize my health to the shit hitting the fan. So we moved to Dallas. We had to not only start life over in Dallas, but refigure out medical stuff for my father-in-law in a whole new city. And so life got crazy. And all of a sudden, I went almost two months without working out. I've touched on this before. So if you want to dive a little bit deeper into that, there is a previous podcast um, where I touch on just that specifically. And I, I talk about like, am I a failure for doing that? Because again, I want to walk the walk. That is super important to me. So I touched on that in a previous podcast. But working out got extremely difficult. And... Uh, Eating well for a while was difficult because I had to find new grocery stores. You know, I had to find a new routine with my food. We were in temporary living. I had to work around some some challenges, but that was a little bit easier to get back on track to. I had to find a way to get steps, you know, and, and throughout it all, I had to find a way to get my work in and take care of my clients. And so, again, when I hired Hannah, I came into it with the mindset of, let's get to the next level. Like, let's crush this shit. And all of a sudden, the most arguably the most challenging time period of my life cropped up. And I think if I don't if I didn't have a coach, if I didn't have Hannah during that time, I think the result, I guess where I'm sitting right now with my health and fitness, it would have taken a much bigger hit. And it did take a little bit of a hit. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, again, I did go a couple months without working out. Then I went a handful of weeks being inconsistent with my workouts. And now I'm back to a place of consistency, which I'm really, really grateful for. And I feel great for. 
And that's just one example of obviously the many things that we do for our health and fitness. But I think it would have been much more challenging if I didn't have a coach because having that accountability during the toughest time in my life made sure that I didn't fall off. You know, it, it made sure that I kept these things front of mind because I knew I had a check-in with my coach. And it didn't mean that I thought I had to be perfect during that time, but it does mean that I put in that little bit extra bit of effort, you know, because part of it is you just don't want to disappoint someone else. You don't want to come into a call or a check-in and be like, yeah, I know we said I was going to do those things, but I didn't do those things. Like that sucks. Nobody wants to say that. And so having the coach definitely gave me some extra juice to keep on my shit. It also gave me another person to be open to and share my struggles with, which certainly helped keep any additional struggle off my family. We already leaned on each other a lot during that time. And it's nice having somebody else who you know is in your corner to be open with and share these struggles with. Because that is part of having a coach. Like, we are not therapists, strength and nutrition coaches or personal trainers. We're not. And I genuinely suggest having a therapist as well. That's a great idea. But a lot of times, especially with in-person workouts, clients share a lot of their life. And we it helps us as coaches to know a lot about your life in order to help you best. And so in a non-official way, we are a little bit therapists. And so again, it gave me that person to be open with about my struggles and be like, hey, I'm going to need some help. Like, this is hard. And I need your help figuring out what I can and can't do and how I can take care of myself. And fortunately, I had that with Hannah, who was in my corner the whole time and who changed my plan to fit the phase and the season of life that I was in at that time. And so I'm very grateful for that because she made it so that it was it was an easy plan to follow. And we can say, hey, these are the couple things that that we know that you're that you're capable of or that you want to improve on like crush those don't even worry about working out right now like i'm pretty sure she told me told me that at one point like get your steps get your food in make sure you can take care of your family that's it and so it made it much more simple for me i didn't have to feel bad about not getting my workouts in whatever i did was a bonus and at the same time it also made me self-evaluate more than I would have otherwise. And it made me aware of things I wouldn't have paid attention to had I not been accountable to someone else. Because again, I had to check in with Hannah. And so I had to come to the table with things that I'm noticing that I need to improve on. Like I need to pay attention to those things to know where I want this to go, to know what information to give her so that she can help me fill these gaps. And so it made me take a more critical eye to what I was doing to make sure that I could give her the information that she needed in order to formulate the plan for me. And that brings me to another point is that she formulated the plan for me. And so it took the decision making out of my hands, which was exactly what I needed during that time, exactly what I did not know that I needed. Because I love coaching. And I'm, that means that I like coaching myself. And I like tinkering with myself. But two things with that. Number one, 
I probably wouldn't have made the, des- the best decisions for my health because I wasn't in the best place to. So I probably wouldn't have made the best adjustments for me because I didn't have, I had an even less unbiased eye for myself at that time. So Hannah made adjustments that I was not excited about and I would not have made for myself. One of those was she dialed back my food a little bit, which made sense. I wasn't working out as frequently. I did not need as many calories, though I did still need plenty in order to handle the stress and to handle having energy and things like that. But if it was me, I had just spent months working up to that caloric load and reversing, reverse dieting and building my nutrition up to where I probably would have stubbornly said, no, nah, I can stay here. But she was right that we should have decreased. And so, so we did. I did. And I wouldn't have made that decision, but she did. So I would not have been able to see clearly with something like that. And then on top of that, you know, again, I love coaching. I needed the energy that I had to coach my clients and not let my service to my clients suffer because that is the most important thing for me. I want to provide a stellar service for my clients. That is always going to be priority number one of Longevity Lab. And so had I continued needing to coach myself too while dealing with everything else, my service to my clients would have suffered. No doubt about it. And I can't allow that to happen. So then something else would have had to give and maybe it would have meant not grocery shopping quite as much or not getting as many steps or not sleeping as much. Something would have given way, something for my health and fitness would have given way in order to keep that service to my clients high. Because again, that's priority number one. So by hiring a coach, by hiring Hannah, it managed both of those things. I no longer had to coach myself and put mental energy into that in order to both keep my coaching service at a high level but also make sure that I wasn't making decisions or not making decisions for my own coaching that weren't actually in my best interest, that were because of the place that I was in and the bias that I had. So all those things helped greatly. But I'll finish it off with reiterating something that that I touched on at the beginning, which is just the accountability. Because I am a person who wants to walk the walk for my clients and be that example for my clients and for you if you're not a client, like I want to show you what healthy living should look like. And so because of that, I did not feel that I needed a lot of extra accountability because my accountability to myself and to my purpose was already very, very high. But now, again, hindsight being 2020, I realize how valuable that accountability is. Because again, you know, in the moment, it made sure that I was executing on certain things that I didn't really feel like executing on. But then again, once, once I got where life got to a place where I could handle more of my normal routine, I got back into it sooner because I had that accountability. And it forced me to be honest with myself too because I realized, and I discussed this with a couple clients this past week, I realized that there probably were times where if I was being a little bit hard on myself but also being realistic, I probably could have snuck an extra workout in there. 
you know, and over the course of a few months as a workout here and they're really going to make that big of a difference. Of course not. Could have made a bigger difference on my mindset than my physical progress. But really looking back, I was like, eh, you know, if I'm being maybe overly critical, but but honest with myself, I probably could have gotten a few, a few more workouts in over that course of time. If I'd really made that extra push and really made it that biggest priority, which frankly, it just wasn't at the time. And that's okay too. But it forced me to be honest with myself about there probably were times I could have worked out where I didn't. And it was, again, okay, a legitimate time where my workouts simply were going to take a back seat and that's okay. But what's not okay is letting that time period extend beyond what is necessary. So what we have to do is we have to find this balance of being super honest with ourselves about what we can and can't do. And we do have to be a little bit hard on ourselves in, in that scenario because oftentimes we try and we try and cut out too much. Or some people, rarely, this is more rare, I guess, some people do the opposite and think, it, think they can take on way too much during a time where they can't. But that's the point. We need to be very, very honest with ourselves about during tougher seasons of life, what can we do and what can't we do? And that's okay, as long as we go in there with a plan in order to stay on track with what we can do. But then the balance part is being also very honest with ourselves about when we can pick those things back up. Because that season of life is going to pass. And then we're going to be in a different season where we can handle more. And so we need to be honest with ourselves about, okay, this is the time where I can get back to my normal routine, where I can push harder, where I can step on that accelerator. And what we don't want to happen is for maybe if it's a week long, a week of not working out to turn into two just because. You could have done it that second week, but you didn't. Because when one turns into two, two turns into three. When we get to three, then we get to four. And then when we get to four, it's like, well, screw it. I haven't done it for a month, so why am I even going to try? And we fall off entirely. So that's where the balance is. we got to be hard on ourselves or, or honest with ourselves about what we can and can't do. But then we definitely need to be honest with ourselves about when we can do it. And when we can, we've got to step up and do it. Because we don't want that one week to turn into two. Because that's really the key with consistency is not letting that spiral out of control on us. And so having a coach in my corner made it so that I had the accountability to say, hey, I can do this now. Like, let's go. I want to be honest. Like, I need to make workouts a priority now. And that's what I told Hannah at one point. I was like, I need you to shame me or something if I don't get my workouts in. And fortunately, she's a great coach. So she did not do that. But I was inconsistent for a while. And I wanted to get back to consistent. So I shared that with her. And she held me accountable for getting that done. And I felt that accountability to her. And so that helped me hit those three workouts because I didn't want to have to go into my next check and be like, yeah, yeah, I know I said I'd get three workouts in, but guess what? I didn't. Again, that sucks. Nobody wants that. So that's why we tell other people what we want to do. That's why we have coaches. And so that we have that accountability and that makes us put in the effort to do the thing that we agreed that we would do. And then it helps when you have a great coach who has empathy for when that thing doesn't happen to say, okay, what do we need to do to make it happen? And then you adjust the plan. So either way that that turns out, having a coach ends up being one of the best things that can help you.
And so again, that's what I learned from hiring a coach. It ended up being far different than what I expected going into it for all those reasons. But it was one of the best things I could have done. I think it saved me a ton of trouble. It helped me stay far on track um, during a tough season of my life. And now I'm looking forward to moving into a season where I can push a little harder and having somebody there for me to, again, do all those things, to adjust the plan for me, to take the decision-making out of my hands, to make me accountable, to evaluate where I'm at and how I'm feeling and where we can go from here. And it's only going to get better and better because we did a phenomenal job during a really tough time. So how amazing is it going to be during an easier time, during an easier season of life? So that's what coaching can do for you because that's what coaching did for me. And I'm really glad that I listened to Tristan when he called me out a little bit and told me about how I needed to hire a coach and walk the walk and do that for myself so that I could be the best coach for you. So that's my experience with actually my first time working with a coach. I don't think I mentioned that. That was the first time that I hired a strength and nutrition coach. And it was probably one of the best things that I've done this year, not only for myself, but for my growth as a coach, for being able to help you and my clients. So I hope this is really, really helpful, guys. I hope this gives you a great insight into what having a coach can do for you and how that can be super, super helpful. So if it was helpful, share the show. I'd appreciate it if we got the word out there and shared this message with other people. So if you find it helpful, screenshot, share it on social media, tag me, and I'll be back with more next week. Thank you guys for tuning in.